Korea! Good morning, Asia. How are you today? Korea! <laughs> right, nobody's in my hair so I can talk loudly. And I got the window closed so nobody can hear me. Yeah. You a motherfucking idiot, man. Racism. Josh, let's start this thing, yeah? For fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> the enthusiasm yeah. in my voice there. The Down to Earth podcast. Because. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the podcast of the Down to Earth one with me and host and Jack as co-host. Hello. Hello. Yep. Hello, everybody. We're keeping that. That's that's the um, intro for today. And um, mm -hmm. this is the second episode, and we're a bit more lively today, aren't we, Jack? Because <coughs> yeah. the the first episode we didn't we didn't make a good first impression. Well, it was about midnight when we did it, so yeah, yeah it was I a very impromptu keep thing. Our voices quite reserved, and plus I was quite tired at the time, even though I went on to stay up for another like four yeah. hours. I don't know why. No, I've just been doing that recently. Now it's half term. All the prostitutes mm, come around again. Yeah, all the prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. All the prostitutes in the village. In the village! It's actually a town, I think you'll find. Is we, it now? Wow. We live in a town. train station. Ah. So you know, not everyone's going to know I, this. I live in a village, because I live in a different place than you. No. The not. town that I come from is a, it's a very unknown town. But um, it's it's been under a lot of argument as to whether it's a small town or a large village, and the argument is I stupid because it, it is a, a small town. Yeah, it's yeah, not it a village. Be. It's got there's, a train station. It should be. There's too many it's commercial stuff now. as well. You know, like yeah, shops. It's, a, it's big enough for a town. And like seven hairdressers. Yeah, there's so many. The amount of hairdressers that are in my town is ridiculous. And do you know Not how many hairdressers I go to, Jack? Do you know how many hairdressers I go to? None, How my mum cuts my hair. So, oh, really? <laughs> it's really pointless, especially for me. But I, I don't like getting my hair cut. It's like a um, chore. I find it always really, yeah, nice. And so I don't want to pay someone so I can sit there in some random high street with a glass window where people can look in as this guy is talking to me like, oh, you know, you, you could, you could always, I could do it like this, and that's all stylish, and that's that's what's in. It's like, no, nah, I, I just want, it, I just want my hair shorter. So <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah, I'd much rather just have my mother do it. My yeah. mother, because we have the electric the tools. What I find the most awkward when going to the um, barbers is, you know, when they do the front of your hair, so like the fringe area. And they have to go literally about an inch away from your face. Yeah. So you can't even look at it. There's no way you can look. You have to stay still. And they're literally an inch away, or practically millimeters away from your face, just staring at you. And it, like, ten seconds feels like about an hour. Yeah. It's just really awkward. At home, I can just and listen to the worst thing is when you like... need to sneeze. When you need to sneeze in a hairdresser. Because yes. your hands are trapped. You can't, like... You literally can't do anything. You can't move because they're, like, you know... 
got a razor on, on, their face. on the back and side. And you're just like, oh, what the fuck do I do here? That's just awkward. And I always find it really awkward whether I should tip or not. It's like, you're doing your job. You've done your job correctly. Do I really need to give you, like, a 50p tip? Like, keep yeah. the change. And, That's like, very whenever good I point. give, like, whenever I give, like, a tenner over, ten, ten pound note, and they say, oh, it's nine pound seventy five. And then they obviously give back the 25p change. And I go, no, no, keep the change, as if I'm, like, you know, yeah. such a generous person. And they act like, oh, thank you so much. So, it's 25p. I mean, like, I could probably just take it. What are you going to do with that 25p? Invest it into Apple? You're not. Probably. Yeah. I, I could it's, make some profit like out of it. It's like tipping. It's fine if you're, like, you know, a waitress or something, you know, where you don't well, That's get what they live on, paid. really. Yeah. Like, Especially um, in America. Yeah, but for people like hairdressers, because a lot of the time, in the barbers and hairdressers in um, our town, um, is um, like most of the people who do the haircuts are like either related to or close friends or are the people who own the barber shop. Yeah. So they get the income anyway. So we're exactly. basically paying them more than they ask for for doing their job. Exactly. It's a bit... Exactly. I don't know. Yes. I don't pay anyone anything, because, um... Yeah, well, if head. I'm in a restaurant, I would tip. And if they're being... They've gone out of their way to, like, make you feel... Yeah. Extremely satisfied. You know? You know, giving you blowies. People, another controversial topic when it comes to tipping is taxi drivers. Oh, yeah. my brother always goes... No, I'm not tipping. Why do I need to tip? They've done their job. They've, they haven't talked to me. I haven't asked <laughs> them to talk to me. They've literally took me from one destination back to my house, for example. Why do I need to give them any more money than they actually than I actually owe them? Whereas the rest of my family, like my mum would be like, Oh, you've got to tip him. It's, it's, it's rude not to. Yeah, but they haven't done anything like significant to change my day. All yeah. they've done is do their job and what they're meant to do. And I paid them. For it. So why would I need to tip? It's like it's got out of hand. When you're in a taxi, got out of hand. I, I, I don't know because I'm not really in taxis. But you're the one like you're hiring them just so you can go from one place to. The, so you but you're basically their employer for that like short 20 30 minutes so while they're driving you around. You don't see like a um in an office building the boss come in. Like say you're a worker and I'm I'm, I'm like your boss. Stuff like, some money down their belt. Yeah. Hot hijack. I've I've really I really like that 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 PowerPoint you made. It, it was it was really it was really good. You know, you, you got some good skills. That, here, have an have an extra have an extra pound for, for your effort. Yeah, fine. And then I like ruffle your oh, hair. Thanks. No, no, twenty five p actually. 25p. Yeah. I oh. see. That's the thing. I don't because I'm a bit. And social and stay at home. I don't know what's a good tip and what's a bad tip. It's like, yeah, I, I always say, is this a good tip? And they're like, no, that's way too much. It's like, yeah, you give him a hundred pounds. They're like, um, say like a meal was like thirty quid just for you. It was a, it's a fancy meal, fancy restaurant, and you had a, a really nice uh, waitress or waiter or whatever. And so, you, you want to give them a, a good, healthy tip. What's, you know, ample well, it's, tip? It's difficult, because you never know if it's too much 
or too little. Yeah. You could go, oh, hey, here's, here's a couple of pence for all your trouble. Yeah. It's not much. What I tend to do, though, is it's actually quite a uh, 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 stupid way of doing it. It's kind of, uh, you know, quite mean. I hand over, they give the change, right? And you know you always have in your wallet some loose change, like 1p's, 5p's, 2p's, 10p's, 9p's. You just don't want. They mean nothing to you. They just take up space. I just put hundreds of them um, <laughs> by the receipt and say, oh, yeah, here's the change. And they look at it. They look at it as if it's a lot of money, but when, in all honesty, it's probably about 70p. <laughs> it's, it's quite, quite stingy, but still, it, you're already out the door it's, by that point. You're never going like to see them again, thing. so who cares? Do you see that video on Facebook where the, where the guy is fined because he took his um, son out of school for his birthday? Yes. I and um, he pays, is it in 2p coins or like 1p coins? Yeah, he just chucks it on the desk. And it's like 60 quid funny. or whatever, and it's like three bags just wins. full of coins. The thing is, that's a dickhead move. Because yeah. it's not like it's the school something. system is just trying to get money out of him. He took his yeah, kid no, out of school, which he's is... He's not the school either. He's required by law... To, that, yeah. to keep his son in school. He took him out for his birthday, which, you know, it's not like a death in the family. It's, it's You know, there are others. You could always celebrate your birthday like a week later or something. Yeah, I, I actually prefer to the have thing is, my birthday He just drops these pennies on this, like, poor receptionist. It's like, there's no note with it saying what the, f the money is for. You know, They're there's harsh. no... It, it's just... It's a and dick the poor move. poor little kid... His son yeah. is going to be like every parent teacher evening now. He's just going to be ripped apart. I reckon. Yeah, that that yeah. dad just see. I would hate to have that guy as my dad. He he seems quite fun though. So yeah, I would love to have him as my dad. I'm also. Um, did he go to the trouble of getting like all that money converted into pennies just yeah. to piss them off? Really or did he already have that much thing? Because. Say you already had that much money in pennies. You'd you'd go yeah. to the bank. You would you would do a day in like the weekend, like a Sunday or something, and just sort it out, put it in those bags, and get it all exchanged like cash or you know, like proper tenors. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, There's so many questions. You know, money, money, money. Always. Makes the world go round. Money makes the world go round. Right. Oh, no, do you know this? Um, there is our mutual friend who shall rem remain nameless. But basically, um, yes. he was talking about um how he disagrees with abortions, which is you know fair enough. You know you I'm can. Not sure who I know you're talking about. Yeah, you you can disagree with that, like but the the reasons yeah. that he disagrees. We're, we're, we're quite if you can't back it up, then it's not. Yeah, true, it was like um, he was saying that. Um, now, don't disrespect him because he, I, I do love him. He's a, he's a, he's a lovely, lovely guy. Top but um, it's just, it's a bit of a, a stupid thing. I think he knows that as well now. But um, basically, he was saying that the government or whatever want to kill your child, and that you know. He doesn't uh, want to let them because he disagrees with killing babies. And I was trying to explain to him that technically it's not a baby yet. I mean, exactly. 
I think the age should be reduced, like the amount of time you can wait should be reduced, but that's like my personal opinion. But yeah. he kept saying that, no, 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 cash is king in this country, so that they're going to want you to do it. I don't think he realised that abortion clinics are run by the NHS. It's not like you go yeah. into an abortion clinic and they're like, oh, get your abortions now. Only yeah, 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah, they it's... They're, they're, they're run by the NHS. They get a steady income. Well, steady income. They get, like, the same amount of money whether they, you know, perform abortions or not. And in abortion clinics, they talk. They try to talk you out of it. They, like, give you pamphlets for, like, adoption or, like, you know... How to yeah, give a baby I mean, a happy... Yeah, it, it's not like they're going, you know, hey, are you pregnant? I mean, everyone's entitled <laughs> to their own opinion when that happens. See, this yeah. is another topic that we will probably talk about quite a few times yeah. uh, on this podcast. What is your take on abortion, Josh? Well, what both me say? and you are pro-choice, aren't we? But... Um, yeah. I still think the age, like, like age, um, like the time you can wait, like the amount of weeks, should be greatly reduced. Because like the amount of features yeah, the fetus has when you can I get it is ridiculous. It's, it's properly a baby. It's got, <coughs> it's got physical features that bad. Like I, I agree with abortion. If, um, say for I, example, the woman is raped yeah. against her will, or yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna um, mean it as a um, health. Um, a negative health issue for uh, yeah. the mother or the baby itself. Um, well, um, then definitely. But yeah, they should have a shorter time to actually make their decision. Yeah, um, like I it's think, a very. What is it twenty weeks? Or something? Yeah, it's a very it's a very personal decision. So you might you might need more time than that. But I think, like, if you're a young girl or like any you know, and you know there's a chance, like just a chance, you might get in that situation. Like if you're a nun or anything, you don't really need to think about it. But say like yeah. you're you're 16 or whatever, and you you you've had the sex a few times, maybe that unprotected, maybe unprotected, and you you well, know that's that. That's just stupid, though. And like they you have contraception. You aren't pregnant yet, but you know there's a chance you might get pregnant. Probably I feel like you will. should think about you know whether you would. Just take, look, I've just looked it up. Twenty-four oh. weeks of pregnancy is the latest you can. Jesus. Twenty-four weeks. How pregnant? So how, think, how long are you I pregnant you, to? It's like thirty-two, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally that is ridiculous. Twenty-four Eight weeks, weeks um, away from being born. And the they can still not. carry it out after twenty-four weeks if there's a, um, <coughs> a risk. Well, there's that but it's just current like, thing going around, isn't there? Like they're talking about it on the radio and such. Like, whether um, they should be able to um, check if a um, baby will be born with Down syndrome before they're born. Yeah. And they're like saying, no, no, you shouldn't because um, a lot of people will get them aborted afterwards because they feel like it's not a um, like pleasant life. It's a severe disability. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's a really interesting topic and it, like, people have different views and it's not like it's um one side's right one side's wrong it's like and it's not like one side is full of dumb people one side is full of smart people there are yeah, either side of the argument there got, are like PhDs and, yeah. And yeah they've got plenty of peeps 
Yeah, 24 weeks. That's, I think you can make yeah. up your decision a lot quicker than 24 The thing weeks. is, in a perfect world, people would only get pregnant if they wanted to. But that's just not how it works. No. Well, isn't it like the main cause of pregnancy? <coughs> or no, the main, the main cause of marriage is um, pregnancy. accidental pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, contraceptives aren't well, always Well, society's changing, Jack. I mean, what is it, 50% of marriages end in divorce? That's yeah, fucking ridiculous. Like half over also, half now. Also, what else? Like, less, weird, less and less people are getting married now. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I really want to get married. A lot less than church. I, I love the idea. It's 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 good, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah I probably would want to. Um, would you like to be a father one day? I know it's quite yeah. far in the future, but... I, I would. What age do you, would you prefer to have children? I feel like it, it it would be well, I want it to be like not an accident, you know, but well, you know, yeah. if it is I mean like if it is it's like, you know, um a sort well, of happy surprise. It. But like sort of like um so I would I would like to be like somewhat ready. And I would like to be in a like a stable relationship, you know? Yeah. Well if you are planning at what age do you think? I don't know, like is, um, I think twenty six onwards. Twenty six? Oh. No, that I depends if I'm in a relationship by that time. No, I think I'd like to know the. I would like to be in a relationship for a while. I'd like to be married beforehand. Um, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm assuming I would. 30s. I would be. I, I want to work fast, mate. <laughs> I'd say early thirties. Uh, yeah, early, early thirties, late twenties. I think that's sort. Of, like, I think. Yeah. My mum was. In her thirties when she. Hang on, I'll I think she was like late thirties, early forties when my mum had me. Yeah, same. So, it's like um, the thing that my parents are older than a lot of my friends' parents. I mean, what is it? There's um, someone in um our year who used to go to school with us. His mum was younger than my sister. Oh god, yeah. Oh, which yes, is yeah. fucked up. Like sixteen years old. She was like. Pre still His mum wasn't GCSEs. sixteen years old. His um. His mum was 16 when she had him, and so she was like, like 30 15. when he was 15, and stuff like that. And my sister was like 32, 31 at the time. It was really that's that's ridiculous, isn't it? <coughs> yeah, that is, it's it's difficult. That um, that's a difficult subject. But in a perfect world, we'll all get married, uh, have what like a nuclear family. So yeah. one boy, one girl, and live happily That's sort of what I want. The, on the suburbs I, of the city. <coughs> I'd want a um, girl than a boy. That's yeah, just... probably the same. I'd have two, probably. I think three is okay as well. I think four is a bit... But, Jack, this is assuming we'll ever find love, which, you know... Oh, thanks. You probably will, Jeez. but, I mean... <laughs> I've already found you, Josh. <laughs> Aww. Do you want to start a um, nuclear family? Me and you? <laughs> we could adopt. Yes. See, I would if, like, I had no, you know, like now, person. No, no. Considering it right like, I, I would like to, like, adopt a child, you know? Um, but yeah. That's true. not going to happen, because, you know. That would be a choice if I couldn't have children of my own. But you yeah. know, this whole topic is so weird because it's quite far into the future. 
Yeah. Like, we've got so much to look forward to before that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we've got a whole life to live ahead of us, you know? So yeah. what do you plan on doing, like, after college? Say you get the qualifications that you want. Um, what, like an internship or something? Or nah, what? I'm going to uni. And I'm, um... Okay. I haven't what looked at how many, um... Courses can you take at uni? Or, like, well, degrees? One normally. One normally. Hmm. How many... You can do two, I think, but... How many steps does a man have to walk till you can... Wait, no, that's not how the song goes. How um, many roads must a man walk down? Yeah, what are you actually thinking of taking? Um, well, English, Langlet, basically, drama, and, um... Uh, I can't, even, can't remember what it's called, but, um, the teaching one. Three courses at uni? Fucking hell, that's gonna cost you a... Fortune. That's gonna that's gonna be a lot. <laughs> that costs you like like thirty four grand a year. Mm. Jeez. Three courses. Most people just do two. Normally, I think I'll probably take something like journalism or something. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is, um, with teaching. You have to have a degree in the subject you want to teach, as well as the um, teaching degree. Yeah, I so. think. I think you just need a degree. Well, that's the like universe. That's I mean. if you want to teach in like secondary schools, which is what I do. Undergraduate degrees is um. Hey, what is it? Do you see yourself working with young children to develop their essential social skills? Helping a primary school class grasp a key idea you've taught them, or sharing your passion for a subject with secondary school students. Teacher training degrees combine the study of curriculum subjects with learning teaching techniques and putting these into practice during hands-on school placements. The course leads to QTS, Qualified Teaching Status, to enable you to teach in your school or college. Ooh. So... Oh, Jesus! I just looked. Mm. I just looked up um, how to become a secondary school teacher. Qualifications: GCSEs, APC in English, Maths, and a Science. Or I could go to um. Passes in numeracy, literacy, and information and communication. I'd probably go to um. Like, it came up with a list of um things where you can get uh. Teaching degrees and different things. I don't think you need a whole degree in teaching. No, it's not. A, it's not an actual degree, but it's like a um oh. <laughs> thing. That, like training, you need to get qualified teacher status, and you need a police background check, just in case. Well, yeah, they don't want to hire pedos, do they? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> oh really? It's like, oh sure, uh, you you, you feel children. Do you want to? Do you want to come to our school? Talking about um uh pedophile <clears throat> teachers. Yeah. Uh, apparently, my brother, when he <laughs> he was at college, um, his tutor. Apparently, everybody loved him. Apparently, he was like really cool, and he was, like every Monday morning he came going, "Oh, I've got such a hangover and stuff like that," and like he like <laughs> was really in with the kids. Um, and apparently, he got fired and arrested because um, he put cameras up in the girls' toilets <coughs> in college, and he used to walk around. Um, 
the city with um, a walking stick and a mirror at the end of it, so he could like look up skirts. Jesus. And, like, he got arrested, <laughs> like sexual, um, sex offender. Harassment. So. Yeah. Do you remember that um, guy in um, our primary school, Mr. Fisher? He like ran the IT department or IT suite. Oh yeah. He yeah. got fired, didn't he? Because he took a picture with two of the girls. Of what? He took a picture with. I don't. I don't. I think it was with. I don't know if it was of. But of two of the girls. Really? They were in my brother's year. I didn't know that. But Ooh. to be honest, when we were, because they were in the year above, like a few years above us. They looked, yeah. you know, fully developed and cool. So they're like you know. 10 or 11 years but, old. You know, if from perspective know now, they were like really young. Like, we only looked up to them and thought they were, you know, attractive or whatever because we were like 7, 8 at the time. And they were like 10, 11. But looking back now, that is, that is, you know. That's crazy. That's wrong. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was like he had cool intent, but you know that's apparently what happened. That's what my brother said anyway. But is he to be trusted, Jack? That is the question. Hmm. 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 The Down to Earth podcast. I'm erect right now. So our next topic we're talking about today. Um, we're basically uh, basing this episode of Down to Earth on conspiracy theories because we thought, you know, yesterday we did the um, creepy pastors. If you tune, you know, which wasn't very uh, effective because you know. Yeah, it wasn't the two sentences. Uh, my vo- my reading voice wasn't as riveting as it always is because of my cold. I I wasn't feeling it. It was late at night, you know. Not still... that, that that would normally be spooky, but no. Not when um, I have family in the house. We, we, we would like want some spooky factor to this, so we're looking at some conspiracy theories. And I've just looked them up, and there's, you know, there's the um, most memorable ones, you know, like September the 11th, 2001. Of course. You know, George Bush did it. Um, uh, the JFK shooting, they said. Yeah. Um, that, that was uh, the CIA, I think. Um... Uh, oh, this one, a flying saucer crashed at Roswell in 1947. Yeah, those are all the, um... I, I, I know one. Uh, well, I don't know it. I've... And, of course, the NASA faking the moon landing. So, everyone knows these ones. Um, this is one I've seen, though, here. Um, the Jesus Conspiracy. The theory that launched a blockbusting novel, The Da Vinci Code, a film of the same name and plagiarism battle in the courts, blah, blah, blah. Um, they think that Jesus married Mary Magdalene, had one or more children, and that those children or their descendants emigrated to southern France. Once there, they intermarried with the noble families that would eventually become the Merovingian dynasty, um, whose special claim to the throne of France is championed today by a secret society with the Priory of Sion. <gasps> that makes no sense. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, here's another one. Uh, Diana, Prince of Wales, was murdered. They think the royal uh, family... Yeah, that's... Uh, 
think Elvis Presley faked his own death. Oh. Well, he's probably dead by uh, now. I mean, he was not a healthy man. They also think that Hitler faked his death as well, and he um, is either alive today, making him 125 years old, I think, or he died in Brazil at 93, or Argentina at 73 or something. There's right, um, also a more recent one, um, that Paul McCartney died, and he's dead. Yeah, I've heard that one. He died in in 1966 I got a good one here I got a good one here I remember seeing a YouTube video on this and I couldn't fully yes. remember it so I've just looked it up and it's um the theory that Back to the Future the films predicted 9-11 oh really? yeah uh -huh. and um uh, one fan theory claims that the film actually predicted sept the, sept 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 <laughs> the September 11 attacks in multiple scenes in the first movie, um, the clock reads 9.55pm and a clear indication for some fans that the film predicted 9.11 because the clock's hand point to a 9 and an 11. In the second mm, scene, yes. they are ambushed in the Twin Pines Mall parking lot and, um, you know, it's called Twin, which is apparently a thing. And then, you know, um, yes. Doc's shot by those um, terrorists. Yes. Uh, so those are the Al-Qaeda chose the Twin Towers for yeah. the terrorist attack. Again. Oh, it's all piecing together. Uh, and you notice that turning the clock of the Twin Pines Mall sign around 1.16am becomes 9.11. Uh, that is unreal. The film also apparently echoes the assassination of John F. Kennedy. But didn't John F. Kennedy die before the film? Um, I have no idea actually. He died in 1963 uh, <laughs> which is before the 1980 film of Back to the Future. Because they don't really predict that right. do they? Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 I, I don't know. That one's true. Right. No. There's also one um, here that like hundreds of times the Simpsons have predicted the future. Yeah, those were. Uh, so many times. Um, there's one here in 2008 where Homer's voting machine for the election changed his voice. So, for example, he clicked on Barack Obama and it actually selected John McCain instead. Um, and this is actually what happened in 2008. Um, there's another one. Uh, in 1998, Springfield kids were stoked about a yard work simulator, hence Farmville. Um, in 1992, her pal built a baby translator, and that's actually true, apparently. I didn't even know that. Did he? Um, yeah. This one's weird. Whoa, this one's weird. In 1995, when um, it, uh, there's a scene where Lisa's all grown up and he, she's with her future uh, boyfriend, and there's a poster on his wall of the Rolling Stones tour in 2010, <laughs> and uh, that's actually true. They did, they did that, yeah. Dear wheelchair, yeah. Isn't um, the most famous one the um? I'm gonna they like see a flash forward to the future. 
and Trump is um, elected yes. president. Yeah, I've seen that one. Hmm. Well, yeah. I guess it's not that far fetched because I mean he was a um, influential businessman. I I don't know if the American Apprentice was like on at that point, but people knew who he was and. Yeah, Hasn't he been like very famous. adamant about they wanted to be president for like a long time? Oh, there's I also mean, one where they actually predicted 9/11. This is weird. They everything's predicted 9/11 at some point. A, ma a magazine, even stuff New York after 9/11. That said, that's, that says New York on it, and it has the twin towers as like a background thing. It looks like an 11. And they have on the front nine dollars. Yeah, so I've seen like that. 9, that looks strange. Well, when um, uh, you know, you have um, two towers that each look like ones, they're gonna look like eleven when they're next to each other. So. You know how the terrorists actually um planned um the date as nine eleven. They used like it was the like number. Osama bin Laden's birthday. <laughs> I know, they used the number nine as like a lollipop. They said something like that. I forgot what it was, but they um made it like so through cartoons so if, they knew how to communicate. I've been to the 9 11 uh, Memorial Museum. <laughs> really fascinating. There's some stuff in there. It's just like, ooh. Like, it's kind of. I, I don't, I don't want to say this. It's kind of good that 9-11 happened in America. Because otherwise, if it happened here, say, like, they blew up Big Ben or whatever. Yeah. It would, on the same day, it would be called 11-9, and that's just... 11, it doesn't ring a bell. 9-11, <laughs> that sticks in the, your um, head. If it was on the 9th of November, it probably would have worked. Yeah. But... You know, we're talking about some very deep that's, conspiracy theories. That's why the 7-7 um, seven, seven bombings is fine, because, you know, either way, it's the same way around. Yeah. Um, we're talking about some very deep ones here, but I found some more fun ones to relate to. So I've looked at some crazy fan theories about SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> so each of the main characters represent one of the seven deadly sins. Say, for example, SpongeBob is Lust. How? Squidward is Wrath. Oh, because he fancy Patrick Sandy. Patrick is Sloth. Patrick is Sloth. Um, Mr. Krabs is Greed. Yep. Sandy's Pride. Um, mm, um, Plankton's Envy and Snail. Uh, snail? I think mean, Gary's... Uh, how do you pronounce this? Gl gluttony. Gluttony. Gluttony, not gluttony. Because Gary's always um, eating. Gary's always eating. SpongeBob has a crush on Sandy. Patrick's lazy. And he's just what, gay, I think. What was Squidward? <laughs> um, Wrath. Yeah, Squidward hates SpongeBob. Mr. Krabs is greedy. I mean, you know. Um, Plankton is envious. And there yep. was another per. And Sandy is proud of herself. Well, no, she's not really. Yeah. She's more proud of um, that Texas. Yeah, of her background. Yeah. Here's, here's one of the funniest ones here. The show is all about drugs, apparently. <laughs> um, all the main characters are actually drug addicts. SpongeBob is on meth. Patrick is a stoner. Squidward is on heroin. 
Miss Krabs is on coke and Sandy Cheeks is an alcoholic because she ruins every echo she is in. Good. Um, she, I liked Sandy. Good she work, was a fun know, character. Um, no, have you, um, didn't, um, the guy who wrote Alice in Wonderland, he was on, um, Tim Opium when he wrote it. Oh, no, he, did, he didn't write it, so Tim Burton did the film. Oh, I wasn't yeah. talking about Tim well, Burton, I was talking about the actual yeah, author. Sorry, I, yeah, sorry, yeah, I know, so I said the wrong person. <laughs> and so he wrote um, every single character as, like, a, um, sim like, symptom of, of drugs. It is a, yeah, it is a very strange one. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland is... Basically, whoever made it probably is a druggie. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was on opium at the time, which is meth now. Yeah, like I the think. Mad Hatter is just or heroin, heroin. Crazy. You got speaking animals as well. I think heroin. The um, Mad Hatter was supposed to represent um, LSD. <laughs> and you played him. Yeah, uh, I think it is kind of LSD. Did you have to take LSD when you performed as the Mad Hatter? Then? <laughs> well, I didn't have to, but it, it certainly helped. It was just a choice I had, yeah. and I took it. Take LSD. The Down to Earth podcast. We say shit, you listen, bitch. I. Okay, sorry, we had a bit of technical difficulties there. Still apologize. Back to what we were talking about. Um, here's another one. The strange creatures who inhabit Bikini Bottom are the result of a nuclear test of n nuclear testing, apparently. Um, yeah, apparently it was a result of radiation from nuclear arms testing that was performed on the Bikini Atoll in the late 40s and early 50s. Okay, um, uh, what, where is it? Jefferson's Airplanes, 1967 psychedelic anthem, White Rabbit. Have you heard the song? It's usually um, the new Alice in Wonderland film trailer. The, um... Feed your head. That one. Go ask mm. Alice. That one. It runs with the drug theme. It says, um, here's the lyrics. When the men on the chessboard get up and tell you where to go, and you've just had some kind of mushroom, and your mind is moving low, go ask Alice. I think she'll know. <laughs> and the, um... She will. Matrix provides a film reference point. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. That's trippy, man. Mm. And also, she literally has mushrooms in the film. In the film, in the book. I mean... Magic mushrooms. You find a mushroom. You, d you don't, you know, eat it. Because, you know, you're going to have a bad trip. Also, doesn't she in the book find a bottle that has written on it, drink me? And so she drinks it. I don't read, I haven't read the book, I don't think, but, uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is kind of related to conspiracy theories, but, and also related to creep bastards. Have you heard of SCP? No. Okay, it's um, SCP Foundation. It's a it's a wiki on the internet. It stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. And it's basically this fictional website that's um, about these artifacts or whatever in this facility. And like, mm -hmm. what they are, and they're like paranormal, spooky things. It's not real, mm -hmm. but it's like this interesting thing. And um, 
and they have these different SCPs in it, and um, they're actually really quite interesting. Like reading through them, like I'll, I'll go through like the names of them. SCP One yeah. is awaiting declassification. SCP Two is called the Living Room, and then like skip through down. SCP Twenty Eight is just called Knowledge. SCP Twenty Nine okay. is Daughter of the Shadows. Should we have a look at Daughter of the Shadows? See what yes. that is. Go more into it. Well, there's a there's a picture of a um, woman. She looks like she's in the army. She's got her um, hair cut down. She's wearing like a hoodie. It's all in black and white, and she's she's got like a white weird mark right around her cheek and on her neck. Okay, okay. special containment procedures. SCP-29 is to be incarcerated in a Class Five containment cell. She is to be allowed access to nothing of physical nature. Her containment cell is to be placed behind a triple airlock to avoid her escape. Why? Because it, I don't know. Uh, dangerous to society. SCP-29 is no longer to be fed as she just does not appear to need sustenance to survive. There are to be three guards on duty at all times and two guards on monitor duty. Okay. Under absolutely no circumstances are any men to, en to encounter SCP-29 in any manner. Any males who do encounter SCP-29 are held under Class 3 detention for inter interviewing before termination. She has that is She has requested a bed. It got denied. She requested a blanket. got denied. She requested books. It got denied. And she, re re she requested clothes, and they got denied. A bit harsh. No? Okay, let's see her description, shall we? She appears to be a... A pubescent female of Asiatic Indian descent. Pubescent? No, pubescent. Oh. As in, like, she's hit puberty. That's a bit harsh, I thought. Yeah, you're not having any clothes. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Fisher. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> He's probably a oh. fine guy. <laughs> she appears to suffer from alopecia uh, universalis. I think that means, like, your, um, yeah, pigment. That's what, um, Michael Jackson had, the pigmentation of the skin. Uh, okay. Over 80% of her pigmentation is true black, while the rest of her skin has a complete lack of me melanin to the point of albi oh, albinism. So, like, she's albino at some points, but pure black on the others. White as fuck. Her eyes are also dark black in um, colour. She has severe homicidal tendencies and has displayed a remarkable ability to use any item as a weapon. However, she has a severe compulsion against shedding blood, preferring instead to strangle her victims. She has demonstrated dexterity and physical reactions four times as fast as the average human. Um, okay. Which roughly... She has referred to her, herself as to something impronounceable. And that roughly translates to Daughter of Darkness, Daughter of Shadows, or Daughter of Night. Interviews have proven difficult due to her constant attempts to kill or convert all who speak to her. <laughs> so, um... Harsh for laughing. <laughs> She's basically just, you know... Is she hot? She's just, a, not really. She's just a homicidal woman. So that's not interesting. Is she hot, though? Not really. I want to see if she's hot. I want her to be hot. Okay, we'll try SCP-99, called The Portrait. What does SCP stand for again? 
Uh, secure, contain, protect. So people just keep, like, isolate people. Okay, um, the portrait, okay. Yes, SCP-99 is kept in a 1 metre by 75 centimetre wall-mounted fireproof case in Gallery 27. Standard climate and humidity controls apply to this section of the gallery. Due to its property, the portrait can only be viewed within the gallery by level 2 staff or higher and only from a distance greater than 5 metres and for a period not to exceed 5 minutes per day. When not being viewed, the case is to remain shut and electronically locked. The description is... Oh. SCP... <laughs> SCP-99 is a 73 by 50 centimetre painting titled The Portrait. Not a very good name for a painting, is it? It's, it's like me naming a, a photograph The Photograph. It was created in 1935 by surrealist painter René Magritte. The original painting possesses mimetic properties that trigger acute paranoia and lingering psychological effects when viewed for too long. A reproduction of the work currently hangs in the Museum of Modern Art in New York, with critical elements removed to prevent the paranoia trigger. For a detailed description of the changes, refer to document 99B, detailed reproductions and photographs of the original work retain its mimetic properties. Those who have viewed the painting for too long, or from too close a distance, become subject to delusion that any being or depiction of a being with eyes is staring at them. Oh, I get it. So anything that has eyes that you think is staring at them. In extreme cases, subjects report that inanimate objects are making eye contact. The condition is so severe that subjects will even report making eye contact with individuals who head, whose heads are completely turned away. Depending on the length of the original exposure to the painting, subjects may suffer from this condition until death, resulting in severe paranoia and, and necrophobia. That's creepy. Yeah. Thinking everything's making eye contact with you. That'd be horrible. Say you're a um, you have a teddy bear. Oh, that would be horrible. You know, like people who have like chairs in their room and they have like a teddy bear on it. Imagine waking up in the night and think, thinking it's making eye contact with you. That's just, that's just strange. Oh. Like, Jesus. Look at your, your own stuff, man. Stop <laughs> looking at me. Look at your own stuff. How interesting am I? Focus Why on are you. you. That's also how you can, yeah. you know, you'd say that in sex, you know? Look at your own stuff. <laughs> yeah. For fuck's sake. I want to look at my own stuff. You look at your own stuff. It's <laughs> not that impressive. Look, look, this is on a um, website that's, like, it's called Slism or whatever, but this article is called, um, Six cute things to say to your crush to keep the conversation going. Um, one, start things off with a neutral topic. Build on mutual interest. Never would have thought to do that otherwise, you know? I'd have thought, uh, you know... Yeah, let's talk about stuff that we really dislike. Switch to a more fun topic. What do you talk about with guys anyway? Um, well, I was going to, you know, switch to a more boring topic. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, that seems like a like a good idea. You're having a good conversation. You're going to immediately want to, you know, switch it up. Make it a bit boring. Make it a bit sexy. Fucking idiot. Number three. 
get more personal. What? This is very vague and unhelpful advice. Compliment him. <laughs> no, you insult him. Yeah. You look fucking awful. <laughs> Your face makes other people ugly, and if I wrote a textbook, I would put that down as a fact. That's like a post that comes with it. Talk about yourself. Yeah. Look, as humans, our favourite topic to talk about is ourselves. You know? Yeah. We are people. Well, our I well, I don't mean always. Like, I don't like talking about myself, per se. We I know some people though, don't we? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. What a twat. <laughs> okay, um... And number six. There isn't a number six. What? So, this six cute things to say to your crush only has five things. <laughs> what the fuck? What are oh no, here it, here it is, here it is. The sixth one just says, flirt. <laughs> Hey, sexy. <coughs> hey, sexy girlfriend. Sexy boy. Sexy, sexy. So, oh yeah. Now, Jack, you can you can now talk to your crush. Okay. Hi, Josh. <laughs> Hi. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so funny and original. Oh. Oh, my throat yeah. really hurts. Gosh. Yeah? Pause it for one sec. You're listening to the Down to Earth podcast. Why? So, so what, 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 what was this, Jack, about the, the logos? What was it what you wanted to say? Right, so we've... Are you recording, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm recording now. Sure. Okay, so we I've made four different... We're, we're making logos for this, but we're making quite a few, you know. These, these are just samples, basically. Um, uh, and I've made four so far. Uh, we'll go to the first one, where yeah, this first one I made, um, and it's of our faces in as the as the Earth. You know, in Asda. Down to Earth. So, if you can see this on your screen, um, if you're listening yeah, I'll put on, it on YouTube, the YouTube. If you if you if you using this by audio we apologize you're not gonna be able to see it but it's basically so, go on, two earths <laughs> next to each other with our faces on them yep and with like the cartoony writing down to earth so it's very simple design uh, it just says our names at the bottom um, and it's just us sort of smiling it's as normal faces if you don't know already Josh is the one on the left I'm the one on the right um, I think you can kind of tell that by the, our voices I don't know why you can always tell a voice and the face you can always match them up so probably guess um so yeah that's that's a very simple one down to earth you know you've got the blue and green writing then like a faint brown for the podcast because you know why the fuck not um shall we move on to the next one then okay (laughs) right let's move on to the next one um so it's the one of us kind of in space although there's no stars in the background oh well well it's Um, light pollution our faces from the sun um, you know behind um the earth you know i think this one this one's probably my favorite um because yeah, it's very simple um and it's a very simple design um 
the the fonts very you know basic because you don't want anything too out there um, out there and it's just you know we're not smiling too much we're not giving much away in our facial expressions and I think that kind of sums up the meaning of down to earth you know it, it's just like if you look at our face we're like yeah I'm going to tell you some shit yeah so <laughs> so fucking what you're going to listen bitch um, so that's maybe we'll do an favorite. episode while high once oh <gasps> we should do that yes <laughs> that'd be awesome or, or drunk yeah or just intoxicated in general um, the next two I made at about three o'clock last night well this morning um, so I was very tired at the time, and you can tell that they're not the best quality. So the next one is a very simple arrow fa- uh, that's going down, and then the number two, and then uh, um, it, you know, it's it's just it is, it is I don't what think it says it's on the That's just a symbol of what we are. So that's very basic. Lazy. That's that's what. Uh, <laughs> it's a symbol lazy. of what we are. Um, we are lazy. I don't mind it. Like, it can be quite effective. You know, I can probably improve it. Um, anyway, and then the final <coughs> one I made. This one is terrifying, in my opinion. Um, so basically, what I've done is um, from two different pictures of each other, I put my eyes and my extremely large eyebrows on uh, to replace Josh's ones on his face, and then vice versa. Um, and, it's, it's terrifying, you know, it's, to say the least. It just shows that we link together. We see, you know, to make it sound deep, and in all honesty, I've just come up with this theory, but <laughs> as if we're seeing through the same eye, we've got the same opinions, and, you know... We, Except we on the, the things where we don't have the same opinions, you know? Then that that, that represents our eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it just has the same comical, down-to-earth meaning... I've just realised that I didn't actually properly edit this, um, and the background behind the our two faces are like a lot darker than the actual white background at the down to and uh. <laughs> I'll probably need to prove that. Or probably just scrap that one altogether because it's it's pretty scary, and it'll probably um, scare off some of our uh, viewers, maybe. Our potential um, <laughs> free viewers. Our potential potential viewers. No, um, Josh, have you? Uh, you made any yet? Cause I haven't I completed. I, I was making a few, but um, it's very it it's tedious. Like I say, I I will have made some, and uh, basically yeah. w- what I've been doing so far is just tedious work where I've been cropping our faces off loads of different pictures of us. It's and fun to crop. The amount of pictures that there are, I've done about three probably, of me and yeah. you. Maybe four pictures overall. You know, there's there's, there's a few faces of you, there's a few faces of me, and I have 116. So I might not use every single picture. Why the hell not? Yeah. You know, so. actually, to to show how strange this was, when we started making logos, we I literally sent about 20 pictures yeah. just of my face to Josh. And to get him to reply so I can get up on my tablet, I said, can you just put, like, the light up button? So we just did that on Facebook Messenger. So it looks really... If you're actually looking back and you didn't know what was going on... It's, it would just be I just randomly, Jack Bell out sending... Blue, 19 pictures of his face. Just random pictures. And then Josh just agreed. No, not even of my face. Of your like own a, face. It's yeah. like you just sent me 19 selfies. And then I just well, sent like you a thumbs type. up back. Just going... Oh, it's kind of like you're going, okay, Jack, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, that's you, isn't it? Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then 
Uh, if you look a bit later on in the conversation, I just send a random picture of me, and then Josh sends three random selfies of himself at the time. And they're um, trying to so mimic look, the same face. And then, and then if you look this morning, I send him a message saying podcast question mark, and he just goes, "Shit, man, I was asleep." <laughs> uh, hang on, give me like forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes to get up. Probably. No, I need. I need. To, I have a uh, dog to look after, man. I need to. You have a. You have a wank. Yeah. I need to give him at least like half an hour or so out in the garden. You need to wank. You just need to wank. <laughs> the Down to Earth Podcast. Because fuck you. So Jack, that just about wraps it up for the second episode of this this lovely little 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 thing we have. How, how do you think it went? No, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think it was fucking unreal. Oh, I think it was, you know, I think hopefully all our fans love it. You know, because we know how many there are of you. Our fans are probably just going to be me and you, Jack. All the time. If we're on iTunes. No, tell, t- tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. If you don't have any friends, then tell your dog about us. If you don't have a dog... Tell your friends, we hate them. If you don't have a penis, then tell your vagina. If you don't have either, then tell your doctor. Shut up, you twat. Hmm. But yeah, suggest any uh, suggestions, really. (laughs) Uh, If if any of you want to make a logo for us, please do. Your art is probably much better than ours. Uh, um, Racism much. Anyway, um, we'll see you in therapy. Oh. Goodbye. Hey, Bye. Th- that was a great, great, great outro there, Jack. I know. I know. Bye.